Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. You're back for another episode, and today we're talking all about what every customer really wants from your business. Now, I'm sure this kind of feels like a little bit of a loaded statement, but I guarantee if you stick around, you're going to understand exactly why this is so critical, so important, and it actually doesn't take a lot of extra skill. You have everything that you need right inside of you this very minute in order to be able to utilize this for every single interaction that you are currently having with your current customers, your current clients, or your prospective and potential customers and clients. So before we get too far into the weeds here with this particular episode, I just wanted to remind you that if you're looking for help and support to grow your sales, to scale and to optimize, and to help you to sell with more ease, I'm going to invite you to come and check us out over at my inner circle, salesmasterysociety.com. You can go to that link or it will be down below in the show notes for you below. And we will be right back with the rest of the episode. What the heck am I talking about? Now, before I get to this piece, because and my plan is not for this to be a really long-winded episode. This is going to be jam-packed and to the point. But before we get there, I need to backtrack a little bit because I think sometimes we get so overwhelmed with the strategies, the tactics, the shiny objects that are available to us as business owners and entrepreneurs that we often forget that the whole point of what we're doing is really about our customers, right? The end user of our products and services and the programs that we are creating for. And at the end of the day, when I am kind of stripping back the layers with the clients that I work for, work with inside of my various programs, especially inside of Sales Mastery Society, that we really and truly um, identify this main, main piece, right? So most people are going around without an understanding of what it is that they're struggling with. Now, there's different levels of awareness, and I might cover this in a future episode. So just let me know if this would be something that would be of interest to you. You can just go ahead and and send me a message over on Instagram at Susan McVeigh. But what I find is that we are trying to create so much, almost like a disconnection between where our business is and where our customers are, either because of the use of different systems and tools or even people, right? People on your your teams that we are so focused on simplification in a different way, right? We want those systems, the tools, the processes and automation, which I know, you know, that's kind of a, a big buzzword, especially in the online space that I mostly work in. But I'm going to say that, My P2P method, which is, I'm going to be talking about that more and more often on upcoming episodes, that P2P is really about person to person. And it doesn't even matter if you're dealing with an e-commerce built business, right? 
Most of my clients are not in the product space, not in the e-commerce space, although I do have clients that do operate e-commerce and do have products as part of their entire business suite. But at the end of the day, there's a real life human being, a real life person with a beating heart, emotions and thoughts, beliefs that is sitting on the other side of the interaction and the transaction they're they're about to embark on. And when we realize this, when we really just truly keep that at the forefront of our minds, and you really understand that the whole premise of what I'm trying to teach through all of the episodes that I do here is about how do you maintain that personal connection? How do you stick with that person as another person? Because you may be the face of your brand. Your company may have multi-layers or multiple team members, regardless of the size, most of the time we're buying from another human being, another person, right? So we are all making a P2P connection, which is why I call it the P2P connection method, because that's the foundational piece, but it's also the growth piece, the scaling piece, the more that you can empower your team to ensure that there is a personal connection, that they don't forget about the person and the human being on the other side of the phone, of the computer, of the screens, of the social media, whatever you're using in order to really connect deeply with your audience and ultimately the people that will buy from you, it really is about that real life human heartbeat that is having hopes and dreams and fears, anxieties and worries, all of those things that hopefully you address or can help with your products and services. So with that being said, right, I kind of wanted to set the stage for why we're talking about this particular thing, because you may, as soon as you hear it go, well, that's so simple. And I'm going to tell you most of the things that I teach, they are simple, they're designed to give you ease, but are they easy to to implement consistently? I'm going to say no, uh, because it's easy to get It's really, really easy to get swayed by fancy things, to make things way more complicated than they need to be, to have to work harder than you ought to simply because it helps you to justify your prices. It helps you to justify how you're doing in your business. It helps you to justify having other team members working with you alongside or below you, depending on how your organizational chart is structured. And so as a result, a lot of the clients that I work with are addicted to work, are addicted to the doing as opposed to the the being of being that creative visionary and truly stepping into your CEO role, CEO role as the leader of your business, even if it's just you right now. Okay. So what every customer really wants from your business, from any business, is the ability to be seen, heard, and ultimately to be understood. When you have understanding with your customer base, it allows you to have a higher level of relationship and a higher level of goodwill. Now, I think I might have talked about goodwill on a previous episode. For larger companies, especially public companies, there you will notice, so if you go onto any financial statement for a larger company like Disney, Coca-Cola, um, IBM, like you find one chances are you're going to see a line item on their financial statement saying goodwill. Goodwill is the equivalent of reputation in the marketplace. And that means that there's a certain level of knowingness. There's a certain level of how that brand is um, perceived by the market. 
that adds value to the bottom line of that company. It now becomes part of their 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 assets, right? It, there's a valuation attached to it. For me, I 100% believe that the more that we understand our customers, the more our goodwill becomes a higher value. Because if you have a brand that really doesn't understand its customers, do you have a really good brand reputation? Probably not. And we've seen time and time again where companies completely go sideways or they take a big hit in the media where perhaps they're having to make a payment or they're being taken to court. There's a lawsuit. There are social media fights, right? These Twitter fights where companies simply are not engaging with their customers in an appropriate fashion for the interaction. And that usually comes down to a miscommunication. It usually comes down to being misunderstood, right? And so when we look at the flip side, where if your customers, if your clients, if your audience and the people that you want to serve truly feel like you see them, that you hear them, and more importantly, that you take it a step further and you are going above and beyond to try and understand them, then your products and services will do the most appropriate job for what it is that they're looking for. Because if they feel understood, guess what ends up happening? Then they know that you have their best interests at heart. They know that you are going to look out for them. They know that when you make a recommendation that you truly care for them because you know what it is that they're going through. And that means that that relationship suddenly has become much more important than just a business and and another business or even another consumer. That's where, again, this P2P connection method really comes to life, right? Can you see, can you see the understanding or, or uh, really be able to see like how valuable this is, that this is something that we often skip over, or we just underestimate how important it is to the customer success path, to your customer journey, to your sales process, and how your marketing, your sales, and your customer service actually are all integrated. I also like to include your operations in that because I'm going to say if the processes that you have, if the flow of operations does not support what your customers are expecting, if it doesn't allow them to continue to feel like, wow, I feel like I'm the most important thing to your business, and then the experience kind of goes sideways because the way that your systems, the way that your tools, the way that your technology simply does not allow them to feel like they're being understood, then we can drop the ball, right? And so I'm going to give you an example, and this is an area where we have just recently started to put some of these measures in place, and it's not perfect across the board, but it definitely is a move in the right direction. And I'm using this as food for thought for you to be able to identify where could you do a better job of really taking the time to understand your customers, taking the time to spend with your audience to ensure that wherever they are, that if they are the people that you want to serve, right, and make that connection to that you have the ability to really understand what their needs are. So just recently, probably about a year, maybe a year and a half now, we started implementing uh, closed captioning on all of our 
uh, video and audio files uh, for our various programs. Now, again, we're, we've been slowly working through some of the backlog, but all of our new content moving forward is being transcribed. Now, I will add the tool that I'm using with a link below it so you can go and check it out because I love it. It's amazing. You can upload your videos. You can upload your audios. It will give you a transcription that gives you automatic closed captioning so that if your audience cannot hear, it, it, it makes it more accessible, right? And I'm gonna tell you that although video is extremely popular, more and more people are actually watching video in closed places where it doesn't make sense for them to have the volume on. And so they actually, although they're watching the video, they're watching the words across the page as opposed to hearing them. And for folks who are hearing impaired, I mean, in the past, our videos were not accessible. And that meant that it made it very difficult, if not impossible, for them to participate in some of our self-study courses and programs. And so that's just one example of us taking a look at what some of the feedback that I was seeing in the market from folks that were asking for various ways to be able to have access to the information in order to be able to, to move forward. Now, I mean, on this podcast, chances are you are listening to us, right, as opposed to watching, but we have all of our podcast episodes are all on video as well for the express purpose of being able to add that onto our YouTube channel at some point. And again, that has the option to have the closed captioning right on there because again, it makes it accessible. So this is just one example. I want you to just think about how are you allowing your customers to feel seen, heard, but most importantly, to feel like they're understood? Do you have a feedback a form, right? Do you have a way to capture feedback when you're dealing with your paying customers? Do you ask for uh, testimonials? Do you ask for reviews and ratings? If you're on Amazon, right? Who hasn't bought something off of Amazon recently? Do you notice when there are merchants that send you an email to say, hey, we would love for you to rate and review because it really helps them as a, as a merchant, as a business. But ultimately, what they're also looking for is they want your feedback, right? This is all about seeking to understand. Because if you understand the customers and where your products or services are falling a little bit flat, instead of taking it personally and thinking, oh my gosh, they hate me. They hate my services. They hate my products. It's not working. I always look at it as an opportunity for you to say thank you. Like, thank you for taking the time. Because having been in corporate finance for such a long time, I can't tell you how many customers never said a word, never gave us any feedback, never said anything negatively, but they walked out the door anyways. And they never give us an opportunity to improve the process, to improve the interaction and to improve the experience for them. So we lost a lot of business. And so I and my teams, we would proactively go out and ask our clients for feedback, even before any formal surveys that would be done by the organization, because we wanted to take charge in our own hands to be able to understand what is our community and the people that are coming in and speaking to us day to day? What do they want from us? How can we improve? How can we make this more personal? And that's really where this whole P2P connection method was birthed. It was way back in court. So this is something that I have really just dived into, dove into, I don't even know how to say that word right now, <laughs> uh, over the course of, of years, if not decades. 
And to be honest, I had forgotten about it when I started my small business. I started it and then I got overwhelmed with a lot of business volume and I I walked away from it. And now as I really am incorporating more of the best practices that worked well for me, not only in corporate, but when I first started my business and got to such a quick start, you know, six figures in six months of revenue, pretty much from the time that I started with my first paying client, all all of that, a lot of the the basic principles and foundations were built off of the the very things that I learned in corporate finance, in non-traditional sales and sales leadership, but also that I learned while growing up with my parents as business owners and um, as entrepreneurs in their own right. And so I just wanted to share with you today, because I think sometimes we overlook and we get so caught up in the digital marketing, the fancy funnels, the emails, the social media, the all, like all the things, right? Hashtag all the things. And yes, those things are still important for your business. So I'm not saying throw it all out. I'm saying that I want you to evaluate what you're doing through the lens of this opportunity, through the lens of making a deeper connection with your potential clients, through the lens of really seeking to understand. So as Stephen Covey says, right? Seek first to understand, then to be understood. And I think sometimes we get so busy and wrapped up as business owners, we have things that we want to get done, that we have our own agenda of, we need to make it so that the person can make the sale. And we forget, what else do they need to know about themselves or about us in order to feel like they've been seen, heard and understood to the point where they feel like they could make the sale. They feel like they could make the purchase. They feel like it's okay for them to click the button and enter in their payment details or to book their appointment with you or to come and see you in your store or in your uh, private practice, whatever the case may be, right? And so I just want you to know that I hope this is just like a little bit of permission for you to not get so worried or wrapped up in all of the fancy bells and whistles of the technology and the systems and the tools. And I say this as a systems and a process like nerd. I love those things too. But I think sometimes we move so far away from our customers and the interaction and the relationship that allows them to feel seen, heard, and understood that we neglect to do that. And we think that by simply adding in another funnel, by adding in another marketing campaign, by adding in another ad campaign, that that's going to fix the problem of lagging sales. When really and truly, perhaps all you need to do is reach out to your customers, reach out to your past customers or your potential customers, and just ask them, tell me a little bit more about your experience in doing business with us. Can you help me to understand where you may have found things getting a little bit more challenging for you to walk through the process. Did you have some technical difficulties? Did it work exactly as you were hoping for it to work? You know, did you get what you were expecting when you purchased the product or the service or the program? Did it meet your expectations? Did you find that it was difficult to you? So really just, I want to encourage you to to get feedback from a learning perspective, from the opportunity to just continue to understand your customers as best as you can so that you can serve them better. And as a result, I know that your business is going to continue to grow, that you're going to make more sales effortlessly without really having to push an agenda or really have to sell and sell and sell because the way that you're going to do this 
is through connection, through focusing on the people that you're here to serve and understanding that there is tons of opportunity all around you if we would just allow people, your people, to truly be seen, heard, and understood. Okay. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. If you would come along with the journey with me and you would like to have my help and support, I'm going to invite you to come and join me inside of my inner circle over at salesmasterysociety.com. And I would love to see you over there uh, because I think it's hard doing this by yourself, right? And this is something that I'm going to be focusing on more with my clients, especially inside of Sales Mastery Society, because I think we make things too complicated. And if you'd like to come along for the journey, I would love to see you over there. Again, you can go to salesmasterysociety.com. The link will be in the show notes for you below. And we will see you again over on the next episode. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time. Thank you.